0: It's time for another Murphy, Sam, and Jody after the show podcast. And uh, Sam, I don't know if you knew this, but Jody got to speak before a uh, nonprofit organization yesterday. Oh. You
1: knew it. You know I was going. Was it tough? um Did
2: you have to use that Imagine Everybody Naked trick? I order did to- not. I no. found a
1: couple of really friendly faces in the front tables and I made eye contact. That's my tr- trick, if you can call yep. it a
0: trick. Mm-hmm. But. Um, it just shows that even even when you do this for a living every day you still different. get it in front of a crowd you're always going to have those pre-speech jitters yeah totally and
1: i was that's what i was telling you last night murph that like i hated the feeling right before i was at the table with a bunch of people and we were talking but i knew i was about to be introduced and I'm eating my salad, barely tasting it, <laughs> thinking, D- did I go over this enough? Because I was speaking to them, I was a keynote speaker. As soon as they put that name and that that word in front of my name, I was nervous. I'm like, what? I was like, who did this last year? Oh, the governor's wife. <laughs> oh
0: my god! Wow, here no pressure
1: with my stupid radio stories.
0: <laughs> but
1: anyway, they wanted something lighter. Yeah. You know, and but I will tell you this. I really do feel like if I can do it, anybody can do it. I know that I'm extroverted, and so that is to my benefit. Mm-hmm. I understand that, but it's all in the planning. You can do anything if you think about it ahead of time, yeah. and nobody's well, expecting perfection, well, right?
0: Yeah, uh, that's the, the little behind the scenes on that, Sam, is that Jody was working on that for a couple of days at the house beforehand, and mm-hmm. and just mm-hmm. like free moments. She was even like, you know, yeah, I need a little silence so I can write. No, <laughs> <laughs>
2: Yes, but yeah,
0: you really can't you have to have you know the focus time on that, but you're you know you're very deliberate and you want it to be the right thing. but what I thought was cool, and this is so true once you start and you know what direction you want to go and you're writing on that, it starts to build itself, mm-hmm. you all of a sudden clearly start to see it, mm-hmm. don't you mm-hmm. well, what
1: happens to me is I knew this was coming for weeks, and I'd just been thinking about it, and I would always get my best ideas in the shower. I don't know what that is, God, but i yeah. and it's like I'm naked and wet. I can't go write this down and put this in a phone right now. <clears throat> so I that's guess, why there's
0: a Google Home unit right outside the shower. <laughs>
1: but what am I supposed to tell it?
2: Take a note. Yeah.
1: Oh, I've not done that trick yet. You know, I don't want to be a robot like you guys.
2: Oh, that is handy though. In the middle of the night when it yeah. comes to you, you don't have to get up and write it down. You just
1: oh, okay. say it. I, I should have done yeah. that. What I would do is jump out of the shower, dry off quickly, and go put it in my phone or write it
2: mm-hmm.
1: when I would get an idea. Because, it, but th- 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 this is a I'm we we'll talk about this, you know, sh- I'd like to share it because I do think if you're ever called to speak in front of a group, you know, write down, like, know that you have two or three points you want to make and that's it. Don't ever go in with, here's my list of 10. You want like three things that you want to touch on. Mm-hmm. So I did eventually write, I, I outlined those. I knew what three things I wanted to touch on. And then I wrote it, meaning I typed it so that I could get it out of my brain, you know, onto something. Right. And I read it a couple of times and then I tossed it and made bullet point notes. And that is what works for me because I knew it. Nobody, I don't want to get up there and read. Right. So I got up there with bullet points of a story, stories that I knew well, Mm -hmm. things I know I wanted to tell. And I just told them, I would look down at my paper for, okay, this is the part where I talk about, you know, us the three of us and how we make this crazy stuff work wait you talked about the three of us (laughs) (laughs) i did aren't you glad you guys weren't there um but then i would just find faces in the audience and some friendly faces and you know there was nods and but it but it really once you're underway Mm -hmm. all that horrible feeling goes away it's the weirdest thing i was feeling so nervous before Mm -hmm. and then i was introduced and then i got up there and as soon as i started you know it's like ripping a band-aid off yeah just doing it is is how you get it done
2: with me it's and, and you're right Murphy it's it's surprising that we do this for a living but then when it comes time to get in front of a group and speak ever since I was a kid in middle school that's been one of my terrors is yeah. speaking and, and it's like hey I have the gift of gab but still standing there the, the, the way we do it here is we're comfortable here we're comfortable we're on a microphone we're behind and I'm even to- even though we have the videos and the in the podcast and stuff mm-hmm. now we're still us mm-hmm. whereas when you get up on stage you're you're, you're na- naked you're naked right <laughs> if you're lucky you have a podium to hide behind but then you've got a crowd of who knows how big mm-hmm. and, well and they're paying attention to only you-hmm you.
0: Yeah, and that's where uh, that's where I think what Jody says is best because once you start to focus on them and not you, yeah. it gets a lot easier, and that does kind of wash away. But even the greatest actors who you know won Oscars and all that will tell you that they still get nervous before a performance, and that adrenaline actually helps with the boost. That's actually sort of the the endorphin rush that uh, Broadway performers will tell you they love the live mm-hmm. stage because even though they've done it a million times, there's still some rush about getting out there in front of the audience and not knowing what's going to happen yeah um, well, you know i didn't what,
1: have a rush yesterday but i felt grateful once i was underway you yeah. know what i mean
0: that i could actually just be doing it yeah um i can't eat beforehand though even oh, if you right. when to sit down i'll take a few bites or something but i'm not i i just i never have been able to eat before i speak because of remember. stomach nerves no it's not stomach nerves at all i just don't want to eat that oh. it, 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 it's it. it I don't know if that's a public performance thing or what, but anytime that we've been, you know, in public, I will typically not even eat That's true if if we're hosting or engaging with others. No, I just
1: Yeah, we were at this thing last year, all of us, a couple of years ago, and I was eating, you were eating, Sam's like, man, pass the dressing. This (laughs) is good stuff. Here comes the bread and Murphy, type one diabetic. I'm like, Don't you need to eat a little something before we have to go up there? He's like, No, I'm gonna and can't eat because I don't know what, what do you think it's you don't want food in your stomach you don't want food on your shirt
0: i don't know what's, well you know me it's not about the food on my shirt that happens whether i want it or not yeah but um i i don't i don't know what that is it's mm-hmm. just I, I just don't have the appetite for it it's not nerves it's not yeah. i don't know what it is it's just that i don't want to to me i need to focus on being able to do what i'm going to do i don't want to mess mm-hmm. with food mm-hmm.
1: Well, look, for me, I've seen people speak where they're reading the whole time, and that's very difficult for an audience. Mm -hmm. So that's what I did. I I wrote out everything that I really wanted to convey, and then I crumpled it up and tossed it. And when I went up there with with bullet points, and even then it wasn't perfect. I didn't memorize. I don't believe in doing that either. I, I go off of bullet points. Like I wrote down the words, you know. Hey, Studio Life, tell a story about this. And then we, it was a children's charity. Yeah. So I talked about my experience with this children's charity and sort of a plea at the end for them to, um, you know, jump in and also help. And so I told stories, but I—I going back to those bullet points, you know where you're going in your mind and then your face goes back up to the audience and it feels real to them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's my, I say, trick. I don't love doing it. I don't want to do it on the daily, speaking in public, because this is my comfort with with you guys i even told somebody once we hide in here Mm -hmm. like it's like hiding behind a microphone and that you know it's hard to understand what we mean but we're so comfortable together i'm more comfortable in here broadcasting than i am in certain public situations
0: yeah so to one i think think that's a comfort zone i don't look at it as hiding behind a microphone i think it's just because it's a it's it's a comfort zone, you know. I'm what I mean, the so three of us in a room, we don't even see the microphones in front of
2: us anymore. Yeah. You know? Ouch! Oh, <laughs> see, Sam. That's what I said, Sam. Exactly. The ones uh, that I find easy to get through are if it's um, the ones with spotlights. Why you can't see them? Because I can't see the people.
1: Oh, that's funny, Sam. I- I've had that
2: before, where the three of us go up and MC an event or something, or introduce a band, mm-hmm. and if the spotlights are blowing my face off, and I can't see a thing. I'm, I'm totally calm because Mm -hmm. i can't see anybody out there so nobody can rattle you yeah
1: and then you perform that's interesting (laughs) perform yeah
0: well and i think any little trick that anybody has to help them through it is a good thing everybody's everybody's approach is going to be different if it helps you to be comfortable and real up there that's what you should do our oldest daughter taylor says that when she's on the stage she looks slightly above the heads of the people in the audience and i've always heard about i've heard about that trick too is you know it's you're not going to get lost. You know, eye contact is a wonderful thing in an intimate one-on-one conversation. You want that feeling when you're talking to a group, but sometimes you can get distracted by what somebody's doing or how they're yeah. looking or how you misread yeah. them or whatever.
1: Two things I'll tell you, though, on the way out. The co- the few people that I found good eye contact with yesterday while I was on, on that p- platform speaking. Yeah are the ones who came are some of the first ones who came up to me after to shake my hand. They were like, hey, thanks. It was great. You know, I guess they were
2: feeling it. (laughs) I felt like you were talking to me. Actually I was.
1: And the second thing I will say is for anybody who gets nervous before speaking to a group of people, that's you, me, guys, anybody, if you're not a little bit nervous you don't care, I, I believe. I, I believe it's a good thing to feel a little nervous. You yeah. Because yeah. I really did care to do a good job.
0: Yeah, that goes back to that actress thing I was telling you on stage a minute ago. It's yeah. the same thing. You do a, a little bit of the nervousness, you're absolutely right, helps you to focus mm-hmm. and, and do a good job. It's a, like a job.
1: positive stress, I guess, mm-hmm. to follow the governor's
0: wife. <laughs> <laughs> Just a little stress.
1: Missed any part of the show? Get it all at murphysamandjody.com.